You're listening to the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Game Time Decisions presents the DFS Lineup Lock Hour, sponsored by DailyRoto.com. All right, let's roll. We have a lot of stuff to get to over the next hour as we wrap up another week of Game Time Decisions Radio, Red Heat, and the Rage. We've got baseball. We've got NHL. We've got NASCAR. We've got NBA. NBA playoff DFS. We'll uh, run over the... uh, the salaries and uh, kick the tires and uh, we could even get into a little UFC as well. A lot of stuff, uh, Tony. It's, you know what? It, seriously, we talk about, um, you know, what's the best time of the year for sports fans. Uh, but this weekend uh, specifically, pretty, pretty good weekend. If you're a DFS player, you got a ton of options, different sports, a little bit of uh, something for everybody this weekend, actually. I mean, man, oh, you, got, you got baseball, basketball, hockey, NASCAR, and MMA. That's five sports right there. It's a good time if you're a, you're a man to uh, <laughs> tell your woman to uh, call her friends, go out with her friends. They, uh, she hasn't seen them in a while, and get out there and uh, so you could be home and watch TV all weekend. Yeah, or or get out and uh, go to your local uh, jumbo shrimp uh, dispensary. That's true because uh, hit the local but, sports bar. Yeah, 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 but it's on. You know, it's one of those things. I always do that for pay per view because you can get them for free. Uh, but with the card on the local TV, you can go ahead and uh, and you can jump yeah. on that. So I'm all I'm all good with that. And then um, of course we've got so many games. It'll be crazy. All right, so let's jump in right now. Where, where do we, where do you want to start, Tony? Let's start off. Uh, uh, start off with baseball. Let's go baseball. Yeah. So baseball tonight. Um, it's interesting. I like the Boston Red Sox. Uh, in a game tonight, and I'm I'm hitting them hard with the uh, Boston Red Sox against Chris Tillman, a fly ball <laughs> pitcher. Last yeah. night we made some money in baseball, we made money in hockey, and we hope to keep it going. Garrett Cole's been putting up 35 fantasy points tonight. He's my pitcher with Chad Cool. Chad Cool of Pittsburgh Pirates has been striking people out. He is walking people. Hopefully we can keep the ball over the plate. Going to save a little money with the Hot Angels at catcher. Martin Maldonado's my catcher. Going Mitch Mullen at first base, hitting third in the lineup tonight. Eduardo Nunez hitting sixth for the Red Sox. Danny Valencia rakes against left-handed pitchers. He's my third baseman. Marcus Semien at shortstop, a shortstop with a little pop. Mookie Betts, J.D. Martinez in the outfield. And the man that strikes out a lot. Tonight's the night he goes deep, Giancarlo Stanton. So it's Cole, Chad Cool, Martin Maldonado, Mitch Moreland. Eduardo Nunez, Danny Valencia, Marcus Semien, Mookie Betts, J.D. Martinez, and Giancarlo Stanton. We have quite a lot of the uh, the same players, a few, a few of the same players here, Tony. But I put my lineup together earlier before the show started, and uh, I'm glad that I caught on to this. Uh, but Francisco Cervelli's out, Tony. Scratch. So, yeah, so- uh, Cervelli's out. He was my catcher, too. So you got to help me out here. I got $3,400, and I need a new catcher right now. Uh, you know, it was interesting because I had Savelli, and then I took him out, um, not because of that. Um, basically, I took him out because I thought it was just a little too expensive. Now, Matt Wieters has always hit lefties well, and he's at, he's going up against Kyle Freeland. It was 3100 $3, bucks uh, in that game tonight, so $3,100. And then I like $3,300 Russell Martin because he could always have an opportunity to go deep against Clevenger. But for me, I'd go Matt Wieters. You know, what about, uh, I don't see the starting, though. What's the deal with uh, Houston tonight? Who, what, who's starting here? You know, oh, Evan Gaddis has some big numbers uh, tonight, actually. Uh, you know, well, he's usually in the lineup because he's usually the TH. I'm getting that lineup as we speak. Um, so, but Gaddis is usually a guy that's always in the lineup because he doesn't have to catch, which always makes it interesting when you get one of those guys. Evan Gaddis is hitting six tonight, and Brian McCann is hitting eighth. Okay, so he's DHing tonight. All right, good, good. All right, I'm going to put Gaddis in here. He's he was more than thirty four hundred. Oh, you know what? Did I say thirty four? I've got thirty nine. <laughs> you know why? <laughs> you know why I got screwed up? I had three hundred dollars left over. 
Uh, I was looking at the salary of uh, of of uh, Cervelli before. So I've got 39, so it opens it up. So I can go to Grandel, Ionetta. I like Gaddis. Uh, I, I have Mostly, Sanchez and Gaddis. Uh, I, I think, I think Gaddis is top the two pick, catches. too. Yeah. yeah. Mike Fires is a guy, um, but Sanchez is 4,400, so it's too much money for people out there. Fires is a fly ball pitcher that doesn't strike anyone out. That's why I like the Stanton's judges and Sanchez's tonight uh, for all you Yankees fans tonight. And uh, the Yankees are a good bet as well. Uh, Cole Hamels on the hill uh, this evening. Cole yeah. Hamels. Uh, but Evan Gaddis, 9 for 26 with three home runs. In his career against Cole Hamels. Yeah, I'm going to, you know, so Cervelli's out. You know, it's, it's, it's not a problem, actually, because um, I was looking at Gaddis before, uh, to be honest with you, even before I put uh, Cervelli in there. All right, uh, so my lineup, my baseball lineup is, here, let me get it. I had to re-enter it. And for the record, the Twins and the White Sox game has been postponed. That's true. All right. I know that uh, I want, you know, this one, Tony, I think uh, no one's going to own them. I expect it's only going to be like, you know, 0.9% ownership or something like that. Garrett Cole. <laughs> no, I got him in there, too. I don't think he'll be 0.9. I'm kidding. Sarcasm, Tony. Come on. Sarcasm. sarcasm? He's going to yeah, be owned by take... like 37%. Everyone's going to Everybody takes Cole. you at, at, at their word because you're the man. I thought you'd pick up on that. No. Uh, yeah, so Garrett Cole uh, tonight. The strikeouts have been coming so far this year. What, 22 strikeouts, 11 yep. strikeouts per game in his two uh, starts. He's put up 36 and 34 DK points, respectively, in his two starts. It's insane. Yeah, putting up some sick numbers. Uh, and uh, Big, big favorite uh, tonight. You're, you're buying in here as well, right? You know, the craziest thing is that Ray Series, the Pittsburgh pitching coach, gets more love than any other pitching coach in the history of, of, of baseball. Uh, but we've had two pitchers leave Pittsburgh and pitch better in Houston, uh, Garrett Cole and Charlie Morton. Yeah, Garrett Cole's just that good, though, right? He didn't strike people out in Pittsburgh. That's the weird part. I know. I know. That is what's uh, strange. So. When you're playing a pitcher, you only locked in on the strikeout. Sometimes you got to bite it, right? Because is, yeah, is yeah. the win more important, right? You know? No, the win used to when DFS first started, they they used to give out too many points for the win, and then they they realized there was uh, some luck involved because of the bullpens and the whole thing. So they lowered yeah. the win total, and now it's more about the strikeout. You can get a decent effort whether you don't win the game or not uh, based on the strikeout pitchers. So, yeah, it, it's certainly about the strikeouts. And yeah, we try to find teams that you know have high strikeout tendencies. You know, a pitcher that I don't but, uh, uh, Let me retract that, too. On FanDuel with the one-pitcher environment, it's a little more important to get the win than it is on draft Yeah, kicks. good point, good point. Different formats, right? Yeah. Yep. Extreme good, good point. So I'm taking a picture tonight, actually, that I don't think the other team is going to hit him yet. I don't, there's not going to be a lot of strikeouts yet. I think I'm going to get the win. And I sort of squeezed him in because he's so cheap, and I think he can get the win. And I, I was able to spend money on my bats after, and I'm talking about Mike Leak tonight, Tony. What's your take? Mike Leak is always an interesting DFS play because you're right, he doesn't get strikeouts, <laughs> but the Oakland A's. But he's going to pitch well. Yeah, yeah, you know what I mean? Like, he might only give up four hits, give me six innings, and get a win, right? And get three or four strikeouts. But, I, you know, it's not bad. No, if you can get, you can get 13, 14 points, you'll take that because you get to load up on the offense uh, there. It's interesting because we went with pitchers at the similar price as our second pitcher so we could get some bats in. And you went with a guy that's been a better pitcher a long career. And Mike Leak, and I went with Chad Cool, who's a little more expensive against an inferior opponent. Uh, the Miami Marlins uh, in that one. So there's always a couple different ways to skin the cat. All right. So my lineup is Garrett Cole, Mike Leak, Evan Gaddis, Ryan Zimmerman, Eduardo Nunez, uh, Anthony Rendon, um, Jordy Mercer, Ben Attendi, Mookie Betts, Corey Dickerson. You like them Pirates bats. I like the, yeah. the Pirates are my best bet of the night. 
Yeah, I figured I'd mix the Pirates uh, bats up here with the with the Red Sox tonight. Yep. You know, I, I, I might if I'm doing another lineup too. And this is just one line. It's tough, guys. We're giving you a lineup just sort of for the fun uh, sake here. But you know, I don't have a problem, Tony, with you of just stacking stacking the Red Sox, right? I mean, this I basically oh, yeah. stacked the Red Sox and the Pirates. That's essentially what I did. I'll tell you what, I I like those two teams in my best and the third team if you want to throw in a mix. But their their bats are more expensive is the Yankees against Mike Fires. Uh Fires has got a fly ball pitcher. The Yankees got of course those big home run bats. And I think if you go to the top four in that batting order, maybe down to five, uh with the Yankees too as well. All right. Uh, so Major League uh, Baseball. Why don't you give people a lineup one last time, just in case someone just joined yeah. us? And I'll, I'll Gary Cole my, my is my pitcher at twelve thousand one hundred. Uh, Gay thinks no one will own him. Chad Cole, seventy three hundred. <laughs> I was Marty being Maldonado, sarcastic. Twenty seven hundred. Mitch Moreland, thirty three hundred. Eduardo Nunez, we both have thirty five hundred. Danny Valencia always hits lefties. Eduardo Nunez, uh, Eduardo Rodriguez, starting for Boston side, twenty seven hundred. Marcus Semien, three thousand. Gene Carlos Stanton, fifty three hundred. Mookie Betts on fire, fifty one hundred. And J D Martinez, forty eight hundred. I like the lineup. I like J.D. Martinez as well. There's just it's only so many. Uh, I was running out of money, to be honest yes. uh, with you. I like the Pirates from a betting perspective, too. Laying the minus 140. I laid a huge bet on them tonight, not to, to uh, jinx anyone. All right. So let's jump into uh, how about uh, NHL hockey? NHL. Last night, uh, Tony Cicada, fourth in the NHL tournament. I was feeling it. You know what? You, we we complain about uh, we complain about the money too. I was in a contest last night, Tony. Yeah, I was I was, I was in a contest with uh, I don't know. It was thirty seven hundred people. I finished thirty ninth, and uh, I doubled wow. my money only. Wow, it's kind of fr- it's kind of frustrating in a sense. Oh yeah, you know I mean? it's like come on, man. I you know out of nearly four thousand people, thirty nine is pretty good. You know, I should have gotten better and double my money back. I thought. I agree. I agree. I'm in the NFL 30K quest for the cup, right? It's 5000 for first tonight, right? And if you come in 39th, you get 70. Yeah. That's, yeah, you know, it's better than nothing. All right, so me, I'm going to uh, tell you what I did in NHL tonight. There's a thing. It's, if tough. You guys, it's tough. If you guys are new to Daily Fantasy, you'll hear people talk about contrarian plays. So what what we're trying to do if you try and do something different from everybody else, and when that comes in, you go right to the front there. So for me, tonight, I decided, you know what? I'm going to play the Flyers. I played them the other night. You I, I came just outside yeah. the money. They got shut out. Nobody's going back to the Flyers tonight. Exactly. That's a game we expect a lot of goals there. Get us, I'm going to get some Flyers, and I'm going to get some Penguins in there, and I'm going to hit it, or I'm going to lose. And that's How, the, the way to go at it. Yeah, there's only three games tonight. Yeah, we saw what happened the other night. That um, the L.A. King, the L.A. King Vegas Golden Knights series is a DFS wasteland, Tony. <laughs> All right, <laughs> it is. Unless you're taking a goalie, I would expect the same thing tonight. There's a reason why the odds makers set the total at five. It's going to be a low scoring game again tonight. All right, I expect it to be a lower scoring game this evening. And you and I talk about this in the playoffs. Some of these games, Tony, man, you know, you score one goal. And, you know, like last night, I didn't, I, you know, I had Crosby the other night and I won. The hockey, I've won money into both the nights so far. And we've just sort of gotten lucky and had the guys that have scored. Uh, but I totally 100% agree with you as far as attacking with the Philadelphia Flyers this evening. The total is six. They've gone over the number the last seven times that they played against each other. Philadelphia is not going to get a shutout in every game. In hockey, hockey players have pride, Tony. They're going to bounce back yeah. in a big way. I think they're going to lose, but they'll lose like 5-4 in a higher scoring game. I like where you're going with that. Uh, my lineup, I went with Miko Koivu again. I had him the other night. He gave us 4.5 DK points. He's cheap. Yeah. And he's just sort of one of these guys. You know, when we talk about basketball, you know, some guy is $4,000. He'll give us the 23 points. You know what I mean? Like Miko yeah, Koivu. his price didn't go up. I couldn't believe it. Yeah, like you know, he's gonna be, he's on the power, but he he's, he gets a lot of ice time. If if they score, there's a good chance he's gonna be part of it. So you know, you're not, and even if he doesn't, you you know, he's gonna get you the value there. So I got Miko Koivu out of the way for cheap. I took Malkin. Uh, you sort of pick your you know yeah 
It's like going to, you know, it's like going to Spearman Rhino Strip Club in Vegas and picking a dancer. They're all hot, Tony, right? So you want to go Malkin, you want to go Crosby. I always Crosby look for had... the pregnant one. Yeah. <laughs> There's an idea. You and I should open up a, a, a strip club. Pregnant girls only. That would be awesome. Angle <laughs> Angle would be our only customer. <laughs> I think Cam would like it. Uh, <laughs> I think Cam would like it. Uh, so, yeah, like Malkin's a stud. Crosby had the hat trick the other night, so I'm just sort of mixing it up. You can go either one, Crosby or Malkin. But I went Koivu. I took Evgeny Malkin. I took your boy Claude Giroux uh, tonight. Is. Yeah, I took Claude Giroux. Got to take uh, Jake, man. Jake Gensel's just been freaking killing it, uh, Tony. Phil Kessel, sort of the forgotten guy, but yes. he's cheaper than everyone else on the Penguins. Uh, so Phil Kessel, uh, Oli Mata, defenseman, getting about 20 minutes a night. Shea Theodore, uh, defense, uh, another guy that will just sort of give, give us our value that we need tonight. My goaltender is Marc-Andre Fleury. Uh, I think Vegas are going to win in a low-scoring game tonight, and Fleury will play great again. And uh, my utility is Connor Sheary, Connor Sheary of the Pittsburgh Penguins, because I think that's where the goal is going to be coming from tonight. I went Sid Crosby, seventy-seven hundred bucks. Go back to the well and Miku Kuvu. That's my same two centers that I used the other night, um, seventy-seven hundred, thirty-six hundred respectively. And then the fly is at the wings. Wayne Simmons, forty-nine hundred bucks. Uh, Mister Raffle at thirty-eight hundred bucks. Claude Giroux, $6,500. So three flies at the wings. And then the defense, I got my boy back to guts to be here, $5,600. Uh, I needed to go cheap on a second defenseman. I went Nate Schmidt in Vegas. The goalie mock injury, Flory as well. And Unsel, 5800 bucks. He lit up the first game. Crosby and Unsel for Pittsburgh. And then the rest flyers with uh, Nate Schmidt, my lone non-Philadelphia Pittsburgh player. I'm not sure if your Boston Bruins were great last night or the Toronto Maple Leafs were just terrible. Or it was a little bit of both, but, uh, man, those Boston Bruins fans were fired up uh, last night. They're ready. All right, we'll talk some NBA. I'm ready for some NBA playoffs. I'm going to the game tomorrow. We'll talk some NBA DFS, NASCAR DFS, all that and more. Did you know that you can listen to this show live on the award-winning Fantasy Sports Radio Network? Listen on the iHeartRadio app, the TuneIn Radio app, or download the Fantasy Sports Radio Network app. The Fantasy Sports Radio Network is the only totally free, 24-7, 365 Fantasy Sports Network of its kind without a subscription. Check out YouTube Live on the Fantasy Sports Network YouTube page and participate in the program in there, where you can ask questions, discuss the topics with other fantasy enthusiasts, or tell everyone that you disagree. Call into your favorite show and ask your question. The number is 844-84-FNTSY. That's 844-843-6879. The Fantasy Sports Radio Network, your free fantasy source, 24 hours a day. All right, let's roll. Countdown is on to puck drop, first pitch. Busy weekend of sport, NHL playoffs, NBA playoffs, Major League Baseball, regular season, NASCAR from Bristol. We broke it down with Steve Merrill earlier in the program. UFC from Glendale, Arizona, as Tony alluded to, it's on free television on Fox uh, tomorrow night, and uh, the Fox cards have been good uh, as of late, Tony. They 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 put violent guys on the Fox cards. Yeah, <laughs> so you know what? I thought they were losing. Right? Yeah, I thought they were losing that contract. I don't know what's going on there, and uh, the fights seem to have gotten better as of late. So I don't know what's going on if uh, uh, the UFC has a, uh, a place on Fox going forward. I don't think they do actually. I think I you know they're negotiating right now. They're shopping their their their, their contracts coming to an end, but. It it behooves, and we don't use that word often, Tony, but it behooves the UFC to actually have entertaining cards now, though, doesn't it, right? Oh, absolutely. It'd be better. Yeah. I mean, if they have crappy cards and the ratings suck, it's harder to try to get a network to give you $400 million a year for your television property. <laughs> yeah, I'll tell you, it's interesting to watch some of these, these matches, and uh, I pay way more attention to the once-a-month uh, pay-per-views than the, the cards, but they've been they've – been 
decent as of late, and it's crazy. It's been like two months of decent guys and guys you hear of each and every week. So you know what it is? Uh, you get worn out by the crap around it. There's a lot of crap that surrounds the UFC. The fighters say stupid things. Uh, UFC management do a lot of dubious things. You know their ranking system don't mean doesn't mean jack. Their stars throw you know dollies through windows and. You know, like, there's a lot of drama, and, you know, quite frankly, listen, I'll be honest. Like, you know, I was on the Fight Network before, but now I'm not, so I can be a little bit more honest. You know, the UFC, they're not very nice to the media either, okay? You know, Dana White, you know, the the boss of the UFC, basically thinks everyone in the media is a scumbag, stupid idiot, and, you know, I guess they are for the most part, but... It's very taxing, even for a fan to be a UFC fan. You got to deal with a lot of bullshit. That's the best way of putting it. You got to put up with a lot of bullshit. But when you actually are just sitting there, Tony, and you're playing DFS and you're betting or you're having a beer and you're flicking around the channel and you watch the fights, the fights are good. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like the, the, the product is good. It's all the crap that goes around the product. That's the damn problem. You know, I was, t- I was talking to this uh, with Cardano uh, on, the, on the morning. And he doesn't get the whole women's division. Like, he goes, how do you even watch that? I got to tell you, the women's division has gotten better and better every time well, I watch it. Exponentially growing. Oh, yeah. It's, oh, it's my crazy. God. The fights yeah. are insane. I love it. Yeah. I've said it before. And even though some of these chicks are 115 pounds, would you want to get punched in the face and get into a fight with them? <laughs> I'm going to tell you. I So there was a, we did a thing out in Miami, and there was a, an MMA uh, fighter there. And I, I said to her, you know, she's 115 pounds. Let's let her hit me one shot as hard as she can. I don't think she can knock me down, right? And she wouldn't do it, but she said she would choke me. In seven seconds, I thought I was going to die. I started getting really hot, and um, <laughs> I couldn't see, and I was dizzy. Yeah, that's no joke. I never understand why people do that. <laughs> and, and it's almost like, you know, when someone says, this is horrible, taste it. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> like, it's, like it's like who would go up and like it's like going up to um, Julius Peppers on the street and saying, "Can you tackle me, man?" You know, like that'd be that'd be great. Like I see it all the time. Going like it's funny. I mean, years ago, I was I was in Vegas and um, you know I had uh, my buddy was like a, a high roller, so they hooked him up. But like they gave us like VIP passes for like a Fourth of July pool party. Yeah. So, like, we were with the trendy people type of stuff. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> so, you know, we're, we're getting wasted at the pool, and there were all these, like, chick UFC fighters there. And, you know, Caitlin Young. Um, there was another one. I'm forgetting her name. She was freaking hot, too. There was, so there were a couple of them. And instead of, like, guys coming up, and you can't really – and that's another thing, too, Tony. You can't hit on them because <laughs> how the hell am I going to hit on a chick that can beat me up? You know what I yeah. mean? <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's like she's in better shape than me. She's in his bikini. But I knew I knew them because I've interviewed them. So I was hanging out with them and stuff. And I swear to God, Tony, like three to four to five people came up to them and said, can you punch me? Can you kick me? And – and they, were, yeah, and they were obliging. They were like, all right. And, like, I swear to God, this chick was, like, kicking guys. Like, this one drunk kid wanted to get kicked in the balls in the nutsack. <laughs> and, like, so we were filming it, and she said, all right, but I just wanted, I want you to say that you're not going to sue me and that you want me to do this. And he's like, all right. He's like, my name is John. You know, I'm from Chicago, and I'm not suing. I'm having fun. And then, boom, she freaking drilled him, man. How she long was he down? Oh, he, he was writhing, bro. Like, writhing <laughs> after the fact. And, like, well, I was thinking, like, what are you, an idiot? Like, why would you ask this girl who you know is, like, a black belt in karate? Just because she's a hot chick in a bikini doesn't mean she can't, like, knock you down, man. Like, you know? <laughs> like, I don't, Oh, yeah, people do it, too, like, uh, you know, the, the Chuck Liddell and stuff. You know, Chuck yeah. Liddell used to have one of the strongest punches. Yeah, there's, like, tons of videos of people choking out and, you know, getting choked out. So have you ever seen a video, actually? I wish Cam was here right now. Have you seen a video, Tony, of Cam getting choked out? No, I got to find All my right. – I got a video uh, of it, too. I'll, I'll find it for dear, you guys. Dear God, you got to find this video. Watch it right now, like, on the air right now. <laughs> so here, go to YouTube. And, and all the Cam. listeners at home as well. All right, so Cam Newton, boss, just go. No, Cam. not Cam Newton. Cam Newton. 
It's a long, long week, Tony. Uh, <laughs> just do Cam, Cam Stewart, Boss Rutan. Boss, Boss Rutan chokes out Cam Stewart. Uh, yeah, I got it. It's, it comes out pretty quick. <laughs> yeah, uh, there it is. Uh, this is this is uh, me. This is me and Cam in in, 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 uh, in the old days here, yesteryear. <laughs> uh, Cam's ready. Cam's looking a little svelte in this one. So this, this is two thousand nine. Oh yeah, Cam's listen got his with hand the audio. Up. Put 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 the oh, audio. Put the audio up. Up. Yeah, it's better. I'll do play by play here. So, so yeah, we had Boss Rootin' in studio. Cam snoring. Yeah, Boss Rootin' puts Cam to sleep in about ten yes. seconds. Listen though, when Cam wakes up, he's like, "That's like horse yeah. tranquilizer." Stumbling around for the people out there, and he's trying to make sense of himself. And he, <laughs> it's gold, huh? Yeah, it really is one of the funniest, uh, funniest videos like ever. And you know, when we tried to set it up, actually, Tony, it's even better instead of him just getting because you're like, well, why is he getting choked out here? We tried to set it up. We we were gonna prank. We were gonna prank Cam Stewart. So we spoke to Boss Rutten before we did the interview, and we said to Boss, "Let's scare the crap out of Cam." And Cam didn't. You know, Cam knows a bit about MMA. He knows more now, but he's not really an MMA guy. So I gave Cam questions that would deliberately piss Boss Rutten off. <laughs> so. I gave Cam, like, what about this loss? And how come you didn't fight that guy? And I, I said, no, no, the guy's cool. I said, just ask him these questions. And the deal was Cam was going to ask him these questions, and the guy was going to get all pissed off and threaten to kill Cam. And then we were all going to laugh about it. And he was going to say, oh, I'm just joking. Except Boss Rutten, and Boss Rutten's an actor. You've seen him in movies, Tony, right? Yes. I mean, the guy's famous and stuff. Cam is such a nice guy. Boss Rutten choked. Boss Rutten choked. He couldn't stay mean. So, like, you know, like, Boss Rutten tried to be mean to Cam, and he started laughing after a second. <laughs> and he goes, I can't scare this guy. <laughs> so I told Cam, I said, yeah, Cam, we were going to play a little joke on you about Boss Rutten was going to scare you. And I said, I gave you, like, bad questions to piss him off. <laughs> and uh, Cam's like, oh, I don't mind getting choked out. So uh, let's do it. And that, that's how Cam got choked out. We tried to set it up and stuff, but... It, it fell apart because of Boss Rutten, of all people. <laughs> so uh, he went willingly. Cam wanted to be choked willingly. Yeah, yeah, Cam. Uh, yeah, he's like the uh, singer of NXS. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> Are you an NXS fan? Uh, I actually do like NXS, yes. I had actually. I was Even though that. I'm a, a metalhead at heart, yes, yes, I don't mind NXS. People were comparing NXS to Nine Inch Nails. I didn't get the comparison. but The they devil were. inside. The devil inside. Uh, so someone, uh, NHL superfan, puts the uh, the French are a-holes. Well, is that true? Who says this? Uh, Nikolai Borshelsky, NHL superfan with two N's. Oh, what's he bitching about? He just said, uh, oh, I think they're talking about your comments about the Canadian people not being nice. Oh, yeah. Oh, and I said earlier, yeah, the Canadians aren't as friendly. Yeah, people think yeah. Canada is all, like, friendly and stuff like that. Not true. <laughs> am i am i friendly no you know I, look we, we we shatter the myth we shatter the myth right there all right let's talk some uh, let's talk some nascar some nascar dfs uh you know let's go through um you want me to start off here tony i'll go through my lineup i want to start off with kyle bush oh kyle bush. yeah baby Kyle Busch finally gets his first win of the season at Texas. The guy had been dominant, though, man. I mean, in his last five starts, he now has a win. He had three runner-ups leading up to this. He's finished in third. It, you know, and I said this earlier, Tony, it's pretty much Kyle Busch, Kevin Harvick, and everyone else so far this year. But, so, yeah, we're starting off with Kyle Busch. He won last week. One thing with Kyle Busch is he's extremely streaky as well. You know, this guy wins in bunches and stuff. And we see you know, a lot of NASCAR drivers are streaky. Last year was Truex all the time. We've seen Harvick. I think that I wouldn't be surprised if Kyle Busch racked up a couple of wins in a row. 
Um, he's the active leader here at Bristol. The guy's won six times. He's led over 2,000 laps. No driver has more wins on short tracks over the last two years than Kyle Busch. He's averaged 85 DK points per race. Um, 653 laps led, although laps led aren't the biggest thing on a short uh, track. Kyle Busch is a stud, and he's probably going to win the race. Uh, Eric Jones. Uh, I'm taking Eric Jones. Eric Jones had a nice run uh, last week. Um, uh, he's runner-up uh, runner up here last year on the Xfinity Series, Tony. He's raced well here. Eric Jones also driving a 20 car. We were talking about this with Merrill earlier in the program that Matt Kenseth won here a couple of times in. I think there, Eric Jones is a nice uh, play. Ricky Stenhouse Jr., a little bit uh, cheaper. Uh, he's got an average finish of 10.8 uh, finish uh, here uh, on this uh, track. He's actually been a runner-up twice here before. Ricky Stenhouse Jr., a nice play. Um, Jamie McMurray. Jamie McMurray. He's got 14 uh, top uh, 15 finishes. The thing with McMurray, McMurray struggled a little bit, but I like the way he ran last week, and he's a good driver. He always runs well here. And uh, my cheap uh, pick here is uh, Bane. Bane. These goggles do nothing. Trevor Bane. Uh, Trevor Bain, man, got his, uh, an average finish of 8.8 uh, here over his last four races, uh, Tony, and he's pretty cheap. Uh, he's averaging 44 DK points uh, per race, uh, too. Uh, so uh, yeah, Trevor Bain will be my cheap uh, driver. So to recap, I have Kyle Busch, Eric Jones, Ricky Stenhouse Jr., Jamie McMurray, and Trevor Bain. Well, this week, I got to tell you, you're going to have to go to DailyRoto.com, and you're going to have to get some information from the guys over there, uh, Scott Engel and his kid, because they just finished qualifying, and some craziness happened today in qualifying. That's the guy that gets the pole, your guy, Kyle Busch. Number two is Kurt Busch. The Busch brothers out there on the pole. Dude, Kurt Busch is a big sleeper this week as well. But he's got, he's got to be in a lineup. Here's the problem, though. Here's a huge problem. Denny Hamlin is starting 25th. Martin Truex is starting 26th. Ryan Newman starting 30th. And Jamie McMurray 31st. Because of pole position differential, you got to play all four of those guys. Very good point. Almost. I had, Brad, I had Brad Kozlowski in my lineup. And he finished third in the poll. Ricky Stenhouse Jr. and Ryan Bellani round out the top five. But as soon as I just saw this, this just came out uh, as we were doing the show, the poll positions, and it's crazy. So this was my lineup before before the poll positions uh, for the people out there. And like I said, check out DailyRoto.com to help that out. I liked Brad Keselowski, 10600 I liked Kyle Busch, as you mentioned. I thought Daniel Suarez's price at 7200 bucks was too low, and um, I could get some value there, as did I with Clint Boyer at 8200 And I was going to take a little shot at a $5,200 driver because I went heavy with, with a big number in Keselowski and a big number in Kyle Busch and hope that uh, DJ Kennington would get me some uh, um, some place differential figure he's down at 30. If I could nail a top 25 finish, that would be enough for there. And William Byron. Uh, but like I said, something happened today where these guys missed the first qualifying run, and they've all uh, at the back of the pack to start this race. You got Denny Hamlin, Martin Truex Jr., Ryan Newman, Jamie McMurray. So there's yeah. a lineup right there, Tony. You're going to throw something yeah. else in there. Exactly. I mean, you're going to rack <laughs> up the points, right? It's crazy, yeah. Absolutely. And look, I talked about Ricky Stenhouse, and look, Ricky Stenhouse was uh, was the fourth fastest out there yeah. today. I talked about Ryan Blaney being a nice DFS dark horse uh, this week as well. But you're completely right. Uh, you know, Denny Ham, uh, Denny Hamlin can win this race, Tony. Yeah, Den- Denny Hamlin's in, in the mix. You know, you got Martin Truex Jr., uh, Ryan Newman, and Jamie McMurray. I like it. Yeah, let's. I'm going to do it right now. So. Uh, you get get to your NASCAR lineup. Let me open this up right now, and I'll I'll put all these drivers in. And I'll see how much money we have left and stuff. There, there he is, and that's the whole thing with people that haven't played. I'll tell you what, too. If you haven't played NASCAR DFS and you're gonna watch the race, it's funny because I uh, I'm not a big NASCAR fan by any stretch of imagination, but I'll do the research and I'll read everything I can, and then I'll pick a lineup, and I'll tell you what, I'm glued to that TV, man. I'm glued to that TV. It's fun to watch. Now on the a lineup Sunday, change in a hurry though, don't they? That's the oh thing. my you god! Be, 
I was one, in seventh place. One crash, first... a bad pit stop, and you're like, dear God, I just The fell. first night they yeah. ever had DFS NHL, uh, uh, NASCAR, I was in seventh place in this tournament. There was like, I don't know, 50,000 people in it. And I'm like having wood, right? And I'm thinking I'm going to take home some, some serious cash. Then it went to a pit stop, and I, I was in like 350th after the pit stop. I was like, are you kidding me? And uh, it's just it's very tough, the live scoring when you go to DFS NASCAR. Uh, but you get there on a Sunday, right, when the race is on Sunday. You have a little NASCAR. You get a little DFS golf going on. And then, of course, you get a little baseball. And you get just make sure you get the batteries. And if you're married or you have a girlfriend, if you ever run out of batteries, um, you could go to their top draw because when you're not home, they have a little toy to play with. Take those batteries out and use them for the TV controller, and that always seems to work. Those are always the backup batteries. You know, one good thing about uh, one good thing about uh, NASCAR too. It's a great uh, it's a great nap sport, Tony. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like if you're hungover on the couch or you're beaten down, <laughs> like some of these races are like six hours, right? <laughs> yes. You know, so like. You know, you watch the first 80 laps, you pass out, you wake up at lap 222, you doze off a bit, and you're oh, 40 laps left. Then again, it gets all crazy at the end. We should add, too, Kevin Harvick. Kevin Harvick will start last in the 39-car uh, field. He's going to be using a reserve number four car, too. Harvick crashed in the opening practice. Have you ever wanted to have a fantasy expert in the palm of your hand? Or better yet, in the pocket of your khakis. Well, check it out. Now you can. It's the Fantasy Sports Radio Network app. Download it now to your phone, we promise. No weird viruses. No strange tracking things. Just 24 hours a day, seven days a week of pure fantasy knowledge dropping all over your head. It's the Fantasy Sports Radio Network app. Stop being a weirdo and streaming it online. Get it on your phone. Take it with you everywhere you go. Another show just absolutely flying by here. Keep it locked in right here on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Adam Ronis. Adam Ronis is back. Scout Fantasy Sports coming up next with Adam Ronis. And uh, I'm, a, I'm a fan of uh, Scout Fantasy's website, Tony. It's a good yeah, website. Yeah, you were telling me during the break you really enjoy their NASCAR coverage. Um, I actually, one of their DFS guys uh, won his way into the FIAND. FanDuel Fantasy Baseball Championship as well. Um, so, you know, here's the thing. We're big fans of Scout. If they would like to fly us to Las Vegas to participate in their Fantasy Football Championship, me and Gabe are willing to go. Oh, I'm there. Let's let's do it. Yeah, yeah. I just said, exactly. I'm saying how, how good they are and stuff. I'm plugging them. I didn't even know that, so exactly. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> I didn't even know that. We'll do the show live out there. We, we, and Gabe and well, me, we can, you know, we could talk 12 hours. You know, I don't know. Oh, yeah, you know what? We missed you at March Madness. We're going to do it again next year. I mean, uh, we'll be back oh, yeah. at March Madness next year again. But you know what? Remember last year I went to Costa Rica um, yes. for uh, – I, I was one of the speakers at a football gaming uh, conference. Yes. And that was a good speech, actually, too. I gave people uh, gave people a couple of winners. Um, so it's it's they're doing it once again this summer, except uh, it's not in Costa Rica this summer. It's in Las Vegas. Oh, it's in Las Vegas. It's like August 23rd through 26th. And, you know, it's the week before, week before the college football season starts. Although there might be one of those early sort of, you know, Cal versus Hawaii and Australia games or something like that. <laughs> yes, yes, a week yes, early, like Rice versus Baylor in Lebanon. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yes. The PGA weird. Hall of Fame uh, uh, game in uh, Arlington, Texas. Yeah, like they, they're, they're always called classic too, right? Yeah, yeah. The, the Texas El Paso Beef Jerky Hall of Fame kickoff classic, uh, August 23rd. They want to get a head start. Um, so, yeah, we'll be in Vegas then. So, yeah, maybe we should uh, go down and make a trip. One good thing about that time of the year, we can bet on preseason football. There's all, you know, baseball uh, competitive. But it's a good time of the year to be there, Tony, to get all your nice future bets in too, right? Yeah. You, know, I, you, can, you can bet futures online, but – there are a lot of sort of college totals. There are a bunch of futures that you can only really bet in Vegas that are cool. That's like the only – Vegas, from a gambling standpoint, is way overrated, man. Like, you know, you know, I asked a guy once. I wanted to do a teaser where I wanted to mix a Canadian Football League game and an NFL game. The guy looked at me like I was crazy. And, 
And I said, well, I don't know why you're looking at me like I'm crazy. I said, they're both on the board. I said, what difference does it make, right? Yeah. It's like he, he, he looked at me like I was a loser, like I was some homeless dude, like asking him, can you give me $100, sir? Um, yeah. You know, I could do that online. You, know, you can yeah. mix whatever you want up online. Like, Vegas doesn't get it, man. They're going to be in a lot of trouble, man. Like uh, once, once all this stuff comes online and legally, absolutely they're going to be in trouble. Yeah. Here's the thing. I'm going to tell you, I've, I've been to Las Vegas probably six to eight times in my life, and I've never been to a brothel. And next time I go, I'm going to. And I'm going to go Cam Stewart-ish. I am actually going to try to bargain someone to half price because she's a midget. So you want to, you know what? It probably costs more because they're. That's what I'm saying. Like half price, yeah. But I'm going to take Cam's approach and say it's half a person. I want half the price. No, they're not half a person. They're just smaller. (laughs) But that would be Cam's argument. I think he he would find a way to pull it off. I met a pretty hot midget uh, chick in uh, in Vegas once. Actually, (laughs) I'm not kidding. Did you ever think of taking her home and meet your mom? No, but I don't know. I don't know what happened and stuff. But somebody asked me. They're like, Marenzi, what happened in the elevator? Were you in that midget chick? <laughs> uh, I, I was like, I was like, I don't know. I, I, like, I was pretty out of it. I said, I don't know. What are you? What are you talking about? They're like, Yeah, yeah, man. They're like, Yeah, you were talking to this midget chick in the hallway, and man, looked like something was going on. I'm like, No, no, no. You know, <laughs> I think it might have been Bridget the midget, the famous Bridget the midget. Really. You know, yeah, that's yeah, pretty cool because long she's as they're like a famous good, midget porn star. <laughs> yeah, as long as they have a good personality, it doesn't matter what they look like. I actually know a friend of mine, a buddy of mine, who um, who actually had a, a, a smaller lady, we'll say, uh, a, a chick at his place. And, like, it was like a party and stuff like that. And yeah. said, like, she jumped up on the table and started stripping and said, he goes, yeah, it was pretty cool, man. And he was like. She was grabbing drinks from, like, the cupboard and, like, pouring drinks for people and stuff. <laughs> it's, it's like sort of walking around on the kitchen counter. You know what I mean? Oh, my God. This well, you know, it's, it's like a party, man. You got to have people of all shapes and sizes, right? Yeah. Now, are you familiar with uh, Nyla The brothels Jacks? are very expensive, though, right, Tony? You are. Yeah, right? yeah, they are. It's not like going down the alley and feeding someone's crack habit. Yeah, I wouldn't know about that, Tony. <laughs> Have you seen Nyla Jax in the WWE? Who the uh, the big chick Nia Jax? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You ever seen her? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've seen her. Who would you rather do, Nia Jax or a good-looking midget? Uh, Nia Jax. Really? How come? Nia Jax is actually a pretty girl. Like she's just you know, she could just like throw you off a roof if she wanted to. <laughs> I know, I know, and she could never she get on to- top. She was. Uh, she's not that big either, Tony. She just looks big next to those little divas. Um, That's a good point. Uh, you, you, your family. I'm surprised you have a family. You're real popular with the ladies, Tony. I like your attitude on everything. Midget's <laughs> 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 too fat. I just said, I said, I said she's views, big, and I asked you what you the prefer. View, the views, the views it's a preference. Opinions. I said Nia Jax. Yeah, I just said. She I used to be she... like a full-figure model, Nia Jax. Oh, no, she's a beautiful girl, but she's big. Like, sometimes when they're bigger and you're not a big guy yourself. It, it, it's it, like, yeah, you know, it's but it's like a uh, round piece in a square puzzle. It's like spinal tap. Big bottoms. <laughs> yes. <laughs> the bigger the cushion, the better the pushing. <laughs> That's what they say. That's what they That's say. That's what they, yeah. Yeah. I like, I like pushing. And to be honest with you, I've said this before, though. Seems to me like the hotter the chick is, the the uh, the more boring that she's going to be. Hundred percent true. Yeah, yeah, you agree with that? I'm like people. Yeah. Someone was like, "No, that's not true at all." I'm like, "Yeah, no, sure." Hundred percent. It is. Hundred percent. I don't. I hate the guy in Maroon Five. All right, I don't like that guy at all. <laughs> yes. All right, but but the guy in Maroon Five, <laughs> yeah, Adam uh, Adam Levine or whatever the hell his yeah. name is, the guy from The Voice. Uh, I like to punch him in the face. Um, but. He had sex with Maria Sharapova. Yeah. And uh, he actually, like, told it got out. and He looked like the bad guy and stuff. But I guess he told, like, guys in the band. He, somebody asked him. They're like, oh, man, you're, you're a freaking stud, man. He slept with Maria Sharapova. And I guess he said it was, like, the most boring, worst, like, 
He goes, oh, it was terrible. I couldn't wait to get out of there. It was like he called her a dead fish. That was it. <laughs> that was it. He said it was That's like, a, yeah, he was like, yeah, no. And like he was like, no, it was a disaster. And, yeah, so he sort of got called out. Like, you know, you're a jerk, man, for kissing and telling. You know what I mean? After, yeah. I just don't like the guy. And I think I'm just jealous because he slept with Maria Sharapova, and I didn't, and I won't. <laughs> you would think a girl like that who makes so much noise on the tennis court would be wild and freaky in bed. It's like the opposite, right? Yeah, yeah. It's like the opposite. Yeah. I wouldn't mind, though. You know, I'm not going to lie. I wouldn't mind hooking up with, like, a Romanian gymnast or something like that. Really? Yeah, that'd be that'd be all right. They're kind of small too. But that's another thing that's not going to happen. No, Nadia Comaneci is <laughs> not coming over anytime soon. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, Nadia Comaneci coming over. You know the 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 first and only perfect ten, Tony. That's Nadia Comaneci, the 1976 Olympics, Romania. Uh, that was in Montreal, right? That is correct. You know, if you think about it, Montreal. That Olympic Stadium is what cost the Expos a franchise and, and you know, baseball. People hated that stadium. And that stadium is the most expensive stadium in the world, literally and figuratively. Like, they would, they've actually spent billions on it, like, over the years. From, from, like, the mob built it so, like, they would show up with, like, the materials and the truck would, like, show up five times. they charge it. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah, yeah, the concrete's here. You know what I mean? Yeah, we got your metal beams so then sign in for the metal beams, drive out, and then drive back in and do it again. Like, the whole thing was a cash grab. Montreal's a corrupt city. Uh, but the 1976 Olympics, with the exception of the 1936 games, in which Jesse Owens, obviously, um, to me, you know, that's the Olympics. That's the Olympics my grandfather was in. He was in the winter version of the 36 Olympics in Germany. So that's, you know, that that's kind of the Olympics, the 1936 games. But 1976, from a sporting standpoint... Uh, Tony, from a sporting standpoint, the biggest influential one by far, Nadia Comaneci, a perfect 10. That's That was Sugar Ray Leonard, man. Sugar Ray Leonard yeah. came from there. Yeah. Um, Leon Spinks Leon, came from there. yeah. And, of course, Caitlyn Jenner. Oh. Bruce Jenner. <laughs> Bruce Jenner, the Wheaties box to dresses. Bruce Jenner, yeah, from Wheaties. From running shoes to high heels. You know what's crazy? In 1980, if you asked, what is most likely to happen? O.J. Simpson in jail for murder or Bruce Jenner decides to be a Caitlyn Jenner? Imagine you're on, like, if, if, they, if you were on a game show and they were like, uh, all right, name the future. They're like, Donald J. Trump is president of the United States. <laughs> OJ Simpson goes to goes to jail. OJ Simpson murders two people. Or Bruce Jenner becomes a woman. <laughs> I'd actually think Trump being president was like be the least. I mean I would have taken I'd be like, I'll take OJ for five hundred, Alex. <laughs> yeah, I would have been OJ too. And then I would have said uh Donald Trump being president and then third would have been Caitlyn Jenner, like because Back then, we didn't. I don't think we would have ever believed that any any uh, guy is going to change to a girl. No, and then he was like, he was a manly man in those days. Yeah, he was like the he, Olympic like the, athlete. The, yeah, yeah, like the, the decathlon. Like that was all the sports. You know, combined. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> I mean, yeah, you know what's crazy, next. dude? I tweeted it out. It's a great Twitter account. I think it's uh, Super Sports Seventies. That's it, Super Sports Seventies. I tweeted out there. They found an ad, Tony. It's like an ad and endorsement deal from, like, you know, the early 80s, late 70s. And Bruce is there, and he's got all these running shoes in front of him. And he's sort of posing with the shoes. And it says, feel what it's like to be in his shoes, in Bruce Jenner's shoes. Uh, And thinking, well, (laughs) right now my feet probably wouldn't fit in the shoes that he wears, you know? (laughs) Dude, it's the Kardashian curse. You think it's that's a Kardashian it? curse. Look, oh yeah, look. Lamar Odom used to just only smoke weed, had a great life. Guy ends up as a crackhead and in a coma, nearly dies in a Nevada brothel, uh, yes. thanks to Chloe. You know, Reggie yes. Bush. Reggie Bush was Reggie Bush won a Super Bowl as soon as he got away uh, from them. Uh, we can go on and on. Yeah. Oh yeah. 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 And now uh, Tristan Thompson uh, says he doesn't. Is this true? He doesn't like to. Uh, he doesn't like to sleep with uh, pregnant women. 
I see. I don't know. It seems like Tristan Thompson likes to sleep with uh, with any woman. <laughs> that seems to be a problem. <laughs> that seems to be his problem uh, right now. All right, so we I've got five minutes left uh, here only, Tony. Another show has uh, flown by. I got to start getting some bets in here. I got my bets, and I did it. I did it earlier than the show because uh, I, I know what we're up against here. What do you do with them? You do them during a commercial break sometimes? No, no I did it uh, right before I came on while I was eating dinner. Yeah, i got to start clicking away. And, and I even tweeted them out to America. Yeah, I know. I retweeted it. I like it. You see, that's uh, yeah. we're, we're sharing. That's it. We're, we're just trying to make with... America great again. That's it. And we're not going to need with crappy sports, with cr- crappy sports picks. <laughs> <laughs> we, <laughs> we've been on a little bit of a roll, though, people. No, I know, follow. I know. So uh, I like that. Uh, I like that Pittsburgh Pirate pick. So yeah, the Pirates. I, I, I like. I, I, I told to, you guys. I've been saying in ninety nine again. I've been doing good with the run lines and getting even money on these guy on these uh, big favorites. It's been working on baseball, and there's three of them I like tonight. I like the Boston Red Sox uh, minus one and a half runs for one twenty. Uh, Pittsburgh Pirates plus one ten minus one and a half over Pittsburgh, uh, uh, Miami, and then the Angels. Andrew Heaney versus Jason Hamill. Um, one and a half gets you plus one hundred five. Hockey tonight, the Golden Knights one eighty for a hundred. I'm going under the five and a half. Minnesota Wild and Jets. That's a minus one fifteen. And then the uh, over six Philadelphia Flyers, Pittsburgh Penguins minus one fifteen. And then the NBA tomorrow, I have the Pelicans plus the five and a half. The Celtics minus the four, and Oklahoma City Thunder minus the four. You know, the Boston Red Sox are now up to minus 250. Mm. Man, watch Chris Tillman, like, pitch a three-hitter. Like, I haven't heard a pitcher's name be, like, bashed like Tillman has today in a long time, Tony. Like, since, like, Josh Towers was pitching. Remember when Josh Towers once, like, lost, like, 13 in a row or something? But, yeah, Tillman. I mean, like, every people are going to be stacking the Red Sox. Uh, you know, our boy Babano earlier in the day, I saw he did a video, actually. I wanted to bring it up with him. He likes the team total over with the Boston Red Sox, over five and a half runs scored tonight. And obviously, people are betting the Red Sox like crazy because the Red Sox are now minus 250 favorites in this game. Yeah, it's uh, uh, I went with the run line there. And uh, real quick, I got NBA tomorrow DFS lineup. Um, I'm gonna, I'll tell you what. Toronto, you guys, uh, I got like a couple of your Toronto guys tomorrow. I get Patty Mills, forty five hundred bucks. Uh, Toronto against Washington. I think DeMar DeRozan's price is too cheap, seventy six hundred. I get I like Amelia. Kyle Lowry I, there. What do, what do you think of Kyle Lowry uh, tomorrow? I like Kyle. I think he's too cheap. I got too. both of them in my lineup. All right, I got uh, Aminio forty nine hundred, Ed Davis thirty four hundred, and Nurkic sixty six hundred. That's going to be a high scoring game tomorrow. I think it gets in the two thirties, two forties. I like the over there. Uh, Danny Green against uh, Golden State forty four hundred, Anthony Davis eleven thousand three hundred, and Kyle Lowry seventy three hundred. The two guys in Toronto are too cheap. DeRozan and Lowry are underpriced. All right, uh, see, so yeah, we're running out of time. Let me blast through my picks, my uh, best bets of the day uh, here for everybody. I like McCollum tomorrow night, actually. And normally I don't, Tony, yep. but I, I like McCollum tomorrow just because he's cheap and it's going to be a high-scoring game. All right, my plays of the day tonight. Give me the Boston Red Sox parlay with the Houston Astros, plus uh, 109. Cleveland Indians, minus 145. Pittsburgh Pirates, uh, minus 140. Mike Leak and the Seattle Mariners win tonight, minus 105. NHL Hockey, the Pittsburgh Penguins and the Jets uh, parlay. Flyers, Penguins over six. Wild Jets under five and a half. Vegas Knights to win, minus 160. Knights, Kings, under five. Other than that, you're on your own. And a small play on every game to go to overtime. Later. Does your fantasy team suck? Maybe you need us.